0: Hey, everybody. Before we get into this, just something super quick. This is not required listening for our D&D episodes. This is kind of like the instruction manual for what we will be doing. In this episode, we will cover high-level what is D&D, we will be doing a high-level overview of our characters. And then at the end, there will be a little drama that will show how the rules work and give you some of Bruce's backstory. So this is going to be more of an information dump just for people who are not familiar. If you're already familiar with D&D or you don't care, you can just start on episode one. We will go over our characters in episode one as well. And you really won't miss that much. The only thing you'd need to know is that Chris Sanchez is now the DM instead of Mike. And we will talk about that in the episode. But that's pretty much the only big change. I hope you enjoy and be brave out there. And don't look back. <laughs> everybody it's time to roll those virtual dice we're back with DD. and but Ooh. before i get to that i want to introduce my partner in dice crime it's mike wow you nailed all of that <laughs> hello everybody and welcome. can you tell i really planned that out hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just really good yep R- written yeah. down written and rehearsed <laughs> written and rehearsed we also have with us today um in descending order of importance um, <laughs> oh my, oh my. <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i was
2: like i don't like where i'll be at all <laughs> <Yeah. in this." laughs> yeah. that's,
1: that's, actually i suppose yeah. that's a confusing statement um yeah
3: <laughs> i suppose third,
2: yes third is. and fourth or
3: yeah you don't want to be third or fourth <laughs> uh, um all right all right thanks, we have, thanks we have, everybody. Chris, we have crystal <laughs> and chris <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. oh i really set that up wonderfully um
2: i'm crystal
0: beth. thank
1: you there <laughs> we go i'll just say <laughs> it that way yeah.
2: no one is worried about it because now i'm anxious <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> yes okay the proper introduction you know her from keep calm and game on the crystal beth herself friend of the podcast crystal beth how are you doing crystal
2: Doing so good. Thank you for asking.
0: And also making his triumphant return to the pod with his own new podcast Ooh. called The Good Good and the Bad Bad. It is Chris
3: Sanchez. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh it's good to be back. It's good to be rolling them dice again. Yep.
0: <laughs> so you may be seeing this in your feed and thinking, wait a minute, they already did an episode zero. What is going on here? Well. We have a little bit of announcement. Mike, would you like to tell the people what we are doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault.
1: Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> well, because of life circumstances, like having a baby, I am no longer able to DM. Also, I just want to not DM if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, you just want to like, <laughs> like really? I would just I would just like to be. I actually have not played a character um, in D and D in... I don't know, ten years. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I I constantly am the DM because I just want to play D and D, and I'm like, well, I'll DM because I feel like it's it makes people more willing to play with you, right? So I'm always Mm -hmm. carrying the burden. But our own Chris Sanchez has so kindly (laughs) decided to be the new DM for Star Wars D and D for Rebels Rebels D and D.
2: Woo! Yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you,
3: Chris. Hey, yeah, thanks. It's Chris is the Senate now. Yeah, I am the Senate. <laughs> yeah. I started uh I started D&D in like April 2019 when we started playing. Yeah, Re- Rebels Rebels was my first ever mm-hmm. D&D game and now I'm like DMing another session and I have That's some so experience cool experience under my belt, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. It's, it's
0: a really nice. natural fit too cuz we we honestly were like, "Hey, what why don't we do this little D&D thing?" and we all kind of were like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can fit it in." And then like Chris just went super deep, like, studied all the guides, mm-hmm. became very quickly our D&D experts. so it just yeah. makes more sense for him to yeah. lead, lead <laughs> yeah. the game, to be honest.
1: Which is amazing. You've surpassed my D&D knowledge of, like, <laughs> uh, honestly, of, like, 20 years in, like, three months. <laughs> it'd, be, yeah. it'd be like that sometimes.
2: Sometimes. I mean, I don't think I'm the leading expert in Dungeons & Dragons, but now whenever I have questions i'm like help me yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. it's wonderful Yeah, and so far so good i
1: love it so yeah so that's why we decided to do this um this episode
0: zero is to yeah. this reboot if you will yeah rebels um. rebels special edition sure
2: mm.
3: Special <laughs> edition. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm.
0: i'm gonna add a bunch of cgi and then add a bunch of new songs
2: Oh my gosh. (laughs)
0: Um, But Chris, why don't you tell us, just generally high level, kind of what you were planning to do as DM. What a DM is. What is D&D for those of you that are not super familiar?
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, So DM stands for Dungeon Menace. Uh, (laughs) We've all decided that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically I'm going to be like the narrator and the like rule keeper and all of the NPCs and enemies for this. So I'm really excited about that because I'm, I'm excited to do a bunch of silly voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to shepherd you all through this little, uh, this little space opera that we're going to make together. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Poetry. So D and D, for those of you that don't know, it's basically just narrative storytelling, but we let dice, Determine the outcome of things that the author normally would. So, an example would be if I want to walk up and convince someone to go with me to get a drink at the bar and they don't want to, I might roll. What what would I roll for that? Chris, Chris, we're going to role play right now. What would you say as DM? You would roll
3: a problematic check (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) of coercion. (laughs) I, I would like to plutonically
0: inviting (laughs) friend that I've known for years and we've already discussed appropriate boundaries with to get a drink with me at the bar. So in that case, what would I like to roll? (laughs) Uh,
3: So yeah, in in any kind of like speech-related thing, so there's there's six stats, right? There's Mm -hmm. the strength, the dexterity, constitution, those are your three like physical attributes. And then there's um, wisdom, intelligence, charisma, and those are like your mental attributes. And uh, everything you would want to do would uh, filter down into one of those categories. And then there's additional skills, which would give you additional bonuses to those uh, checks. But um, trying to get someone to do something with you would be, that is, uh, of course, uh, consensual, uh, (laughs) would be a a charisma perception or persuasion check. Okay, I'm rolling for it. I got a 14. Okay, so now the question is, Do you have skill and persuasion?
0: Um, I think I have a plus two.
3: Okay. And then do you have charisma? (laughs) I mean, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So So you would add that plus two and then add plus whatever, be it one through five for your charisma, and then add that onto your 14, and that's pretty high. Chris, I just want to know if this person's going to get a drink with me or not.
2: (laughs) Sounds like you're getting that drink. Did
3: I beat the check? It depends on who you're asking, you know. Are you asking, (laughs) like, someone really who has a very high opinion of themselves, someone, (laughs) Someone who has really low self-esteem and would just like to get a drink with anybody, you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) That one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so this this mechanic applies to combat, too, where you'll hear us, you'll hear Chris say... Roll for attack. So you'll roll our d20, which is a 20 sided dice. You will roll your d20 to see if you even hit. So if I get an 18, then it's likely that my hit is precise enough that I don't miss. But if I get something like a six or seven, then I likely will miss in my attack.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what would happen if you got a one?
3: Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. We like, we really like 20. uh, Yeah, we like our crit fails. Yeah, Yeah. so one being the lowest number on the 20-sided dice, or on any dice, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, You get a crit fail. And then we like, um, when you crit fail, fail, you go prone, and you fart really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Every time.
0: (laughs) I think we discussed that something embarrassing would happen, but it's mostly just been farting. It's mostly just pooting, yeah. It's going to be a Jar Jar Binks fart every time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yep.
3: But if you roll a 20 the highest number on the dice what happens then it's a critical hit you double your damage so if you do some kind of attack that has a crazy amount of dice no matter how many it is you double them wow. double the damage yep so
0: that's just kind of a quick quick high level when you're just like quick, why quick. are you <laughs> why are you even using dice in this silly game that is what we're doing we're going to have a quick little demo at the end so you can kind of get an idea of what the mechanics actually sound like on a podcast and then also you will get some of Bruce's backstory yes Bruce is returning and I think that's a good time for us to segue to talk about what we're doing character wise so Chris Mm. unfortunately you don't have to give us any spoilers but Isai Mm -hmm. Prieta
2: Mm -hmm
3: is not going to be a starting character in this game no but he he will make an appearance at some yes. point but good, uh good good, 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 so good sweet i definitely want to come back he's going to get a little bit of changes like uh your guys's characters are getting um but i definitely want to give you guys time to you know fill your characters and and um really uh really get into it before i bring him in
0: that's awesome Absolutely. Yeah, Crystal. Would you like to tell the people what you are doing with your character?
2: Sure. So I switched Ashana up a little bit, changed her backstory, uh, made her a little sweeter because it's so much easier <laughs> to play that rather than no. someone that's a lying mean person. Go <laughs> so figure. She was in training with the Empire, and she was one of her assignments was she was sent to kill this Jedi who was in hiding on Dantooine and she gets there and she watches him for a week. She'd already kind of had issues with the Empire because she realized that uh, she realized what her family they were kind of grooming her to really kind of be a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) You're going
3: to jerk school, Ashana. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Um,
2: While she was watching this Jedi (laughs) could you believe it? A tree fell on her. And uh, the wham, Jedi wham. <laughs> Oh well that just ruins yeah. everything yeah. and obviously the Jedi had known had, that she was washing because he's mm-hmm. no fool and he helped her cared for her and she was you know rightly so nervous and then realized that he was actually is a really awesome guy and he was a Mary Allen named Kara Zedek mm. and she spent the last seven eight years uh, just with him and he I taught her a lot about the force and how he thinks that it's not black and white and it's gray. Uh, and uh, (laughs) Blasphemy. Everything can connect to the force if they can open their mind up to it. And she's never really she's too impulsive. That side of her brain is shut off to anything besides (laughs) spying and gambling pretty much because she's really (laughs) good at sabacc. Sadly, he passed away and not, tra- like, no, a tree didn't fall on him. He just died. Yeah, he just slowly <laughs> faded in his clothes. Like his- faded. <laughs> she was like, oh, where where did you go? Hello? Yeah. And uh, he left for her his uh, kyber crystal. He was in the middle of trying to construct another lightsaber. He had more than one, but she was like, oh, maybe I'll finish this for him. And that's kind of what her mission is right now. She just wants to finish this lightsaber and figure out where she's going to be. Hmm heading with her life and she doesn't like the Empire and (laughs) she likes someone that's dead.
0: (laughs) 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 Do y'all think when like Jedi just disappear and leave their clothes behind that on the other side, (laughs) they're (laughs) naked (laughs) ghosts?
2: They force I mean, they're all just helicoptering at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: they have to like run and like yeah. get like some ghost robes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah.
2: That'd be really funny when you cause when you see the force ghosts, they have their clothes back again, but it's like a mission. Yeah. Once they uh head into the afterlife, their first mission is they need to find clothes, and they're like, I what? I died. This is supposed to be peaceful. <laughs> You're just nakedly running through the ether trying to find yeah, to a that. cloak.
0: I don't know if that's the point I should have taken from your backstory. But it is. It is. came from my
2: head. Well, it's something we've been thinking about.
0: Yeah. So Ashana, what um, r- what race and class are you? Because that affects each player as well. Mm. Yes, she is wow. a. Just getting
2: really personal, really quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well, now I'm uncomfortable. Great, right? <laughs> um, I am. I'm a human operative gambler. Okay, cool. A oh, human,
1: human operative,
0: operative gamb- gambler. Interesting. So a human operative gambler. So in D&D terms, what what is that kind of a correlation to?
2: It's like a rogue.
0: Nice. So you're those very
2: Sneak attack dice. I'm really excited yeah. about using
0: Cool. Well, I am excited for that. Um Mike, would you like to debut your new character? Well, I am
1: I am playing a uh, I'll start off. I'll start off with race and class, so you don't have to ask me. And it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank a, you. a duros astromech engineer. A duros is like I guess the most famous is Cad Bane, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, mm-hmm. I think that's probably like, the
0: only one I could name.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess he kind of looks like Voldemort. Um, yeah, Voldemort. <laughs> with the lack of nose. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's like pretty tall and yeah. um he. uh I could save his background for the uh, the actual game, but he's got a, he's kind of, I created him because I wanted to play someone who is like a secret introvert, like try, pretends to be an extrovert, but really is a very introverted character, <laughs> okay. like uh, sounds tough and r- 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 kind of uh, sounds like it could be a badass, but really is not very uh, good at anything physical. So that's why I wanted him to be an engineer, like really good at tinkering and weapons and really good at um, just, yeah, I, I'm trying to think, what's the D&D equivalent to an astromech engineer, Chris?
3: Um, It's kind of tough. I, I know that there's like new classes, like an artificer or something that they like create magical items, but um, you have, you have a lot of wizard abilities. Yeah, uh, wizard. That's, that's <laughs> wizard. <laughs> this is so wizard Annie's. Yeah. You're a wizard money. Annie you're, wait, you're uh, a wrong, wrong
2: uh, franchise
1: <laughs> that's so sick uh yeah but i'm ex- i'm excited it's gonna be cool yeah. he's got um he's got kind of a goofy accent that you would think makes him very wise or <laughs> um, or you know yeah. tough but it, he's kind of just the opposite he does have uh he also has a little companion qt314 uh nicknamed Qtpie. Mm-hmm. Um, who he kind of goes around with, and he's able to his droid is able to do stuff like scout ahead of him, or like, um, kind of take his weapons and join in the fight when he wants, or distribute uh, med packs to people, and uh, mm-hmm. so he's able to help out and do some fun stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be
0: pretty
3: cool. He's got I'm I'm going to save his background for
0: um yeah fair enough
3: yeah yeah uh, in that way I guess he's. He's an interesting like mix of like the uh the beastmaster uh, like um ranger and also like a wizard because you have a lot of like some, mm. uh, tech casting powers, but yeah. you also have mm-hmm. your animal companion, basically.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And so last but not least, Bruce is making his triumphant return.
2: Woo!
0: <laughs> So the most important change is I Star Wars'ed his name, so he now has two U's. (laughs) B R U U C. That's all you changed. That's That's it. That's pretty much the only (laughs) thing. Pretty much. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Bruce is, it's not going to be that different of a character, a little bit different, but the backstory is relatively the same. Um, Bruce was a a young jedi padawan but older than most Mm. and was taken from his whole home planet by master kit fisto um given up by his mom who they lived kind of on the outskirts in a rural area of chandrilla and bruce tried as much as he could had a lot of heart had a lot of uh you know book smarts um really, maybe not a lot of street smarts, but a lot of really was studious, but just couldn't get a knack for the force. And it started <laughs> becoming a problem as he became older and older and started outgrowing his Padwan bunk bed. And so <laughs> the Jedi masters decided to send him on a wilderness retreat to Kashyyyk in order to see if that awakened something in him or else he might flunk out of Jedi Padwan school. Um, And Sput on the way, unfortunately, something happens. And we will maybe get to that at the end of the episode. But something happens Ooh. and Bruce is captured by the Republic slash Empire. And Bruce would tell you when you meet him years later, hiding <laughs> out on... In a very remote area of Naboo. That he is in hiding. A secret fugitive from the law. No one knows his backstory. No one knows what is going on. But he seems to be strangely popular around town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even stormtroopers know who he is. A bit of a village idiot. Yeah. <laughs> something's kind of weird there. <laughs> so,
2: I love it. Maybe yeah. we'll
0: figure out a little bit about what's going on there. Exactly. <laughs> but... Unless we have anything else we want to say or announce, maybe we should close it out with the drama so you can get an idea of what D&D is like and get a full picture of Bruce's backstory. Does that sound good, y'all? I like it. I like it. Love it. Cool. So this we recorded back when Mike was still DM, so it would just be Mike and I. But So just picture Chris's dulcet tones (laughs) instead of this, (laughs) starting with episode one, and we hope you go
3: on this journey with us. You'll be with Mike, but you'll be thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
3: man, you get the cooler one.
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: Bruce is 10 years old. You are on a jedi light cruiser with a, a chaperone, an intern named Beck. He is not a full-on clone trooper. He's just an intern, because no <laughs> Jedi Knights or clone troopers could be spared during this elevated period of war. So uh, no one could kind of chaperone Bruce So you got this intern oh. named Beck with him yeah. mm-hmm. So Bruce is playing with a Clone trooper utility pack he found Like in a restroom on, uh, on The base of Coruscant Someone mm-hmm. left it there, who knows And Beck is kind of pacing nervously On this cruiser and they discuss The journey and wonder what Kashyyyk is like um, And then Beck says Isn't there a battle on Kashyyyk? Is this even safe? Do you... And why do you have that utility pack? You're going to get in trouble, man.
0: Oh, we're... Just don't worry about it. We're going to a quiet part of the planet and we should be safe. Master Yoda wouldn't lead me into danger. And don't worry about this junk. I can't even figure out how to turn this stuff on. It's probably broken. That's why I found it lying or...
1: At that moment, the communicator fizzles to life with a chirp. A blue, hollow projection of Chancellor Sheev Palpatine, donned in a black hooded robe, flickers to life. Bruce and Beck stare at it in horror and Bruce is shaking and then Sheev speaks. Commander Deuces, it's time to... Wait, who are you?
0: Uh, uh, I'm like looking at the communicator shaking still. Um, I'm Commander Deuces Valet? Well, put him on the line. I... I I can't. Why... Our ship has uh, bro- broken down. Uh, he's like looking around frantically and looks at back for some ideas, but doesn't get any. Uh, he's doing a spacewalk right now to repair the damage. He w- he won't be in for maybe 20 minutes. He-, he can call you back. And Bruce like shakes his head finally. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Uh, and he goes, no, that will not do.
1: I have so many calls to make <laughs> today. And he's just like so pissed off. Yeah. And you can see him, like, tapping his foot. Okay. (laughs) Just tell Commander Deuces when he gets back,
0: execute order 66. Uh, Bruce is pretending to write something down. Uh, okay. Execute order 66. Got it, sir.
1: Ugh. And you just see, he kind of like hangs up, and like obviously knows his kid's an idiot, and not going to happen. Yeah.
0: So Bruce is like stress and like throws the communicator down, and it's like Order sixty six. Uh, I wonder what that means.
1: Okay. And then you hear a loud clang, and your ship shakes really violently. And Beck runs to the control console and yells, "We're being boarded! A ship has attached to our cargo hold!" And the crew, like the small crew on your ship, mm-hmm. runs back to the cargo hold in time to see a circle. Of flames cutting through metal. It's a laser cutter, it's making its way through the hole of this Jedi cruiser. Mm. And Beck pulls out his cadet pistol. He doesn't have a full-on pistol. Remember, he's just a little intern. And says, "What
0: do you think, pirates? I don't, I don't know, but I think they mean business." So I pull out and ignite a Padawan training lightsaber. I have two real lightsabers in my room but I'm too nervous to think straight so it's like this little short like wussy green lightsaber
1: (laughs) yeah it's not gonna do so well okay the flaming circle gives way to a hole and republic troopers board your ship and the crew starts to like stand down and like put their hands up Um, but everyone's puzzled like they don't know why Mm -hmm. because they're supposed to be on the same team and then a trooper who's just boarded says stand down youngling this is an illegal Jedi cruiser And any Jedi on board are now under arrest For treason
0: Wait an illegal Jedi cruiser What, what do you what do you mean The Jedi are honorable and noble You can't do this Alright so when you say
1: that he kind of starts looking around Like he's confused and he says Wait where are the Jedi Is this kid a Jedi Okay grab him <laughs> Alright so he doesn't believe you're a Jedi yeah. um, okay. Roll initiative I got a one. <laughs> Net 20. All right. So the trooper goes first. So here's what the trooper's going to do. Okay. Um, he's going to grapple Bruce. Go ahead. Give me an, a,
0: an opposing strength test. Okay. So I got a four, but I have no stats for yeah. little child. doesn't Bruce. matter. He has so, 18.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, so trooper grabs Bruce. Beck holds up his pistol. I'm going to AC. That's for Beck. Shoots. Nope. Beck. missed. Beck, no! And then back to this trooper. The other st- second trooper.
0: Don't do something dumb, Beck!
1: Now 20 again. Beck <sighs> is knocked unconscious by a trooper.
0: Ah, no! My friend!
1: Yeah, so Beck didn't do so well in that little fight there. Okay. Um, so, okay, back to Bruce.
0: Okay, um, so I'm grappled, right?
1: Yeah, you are grappled right now.
0: Okay, so I want to roll to break the grapple.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you're not restrained, you're grappled, so go ahead and let's do opposing strength test. Okay. Nat 20. <laughs> yeah, What? Well, yeah! He got an 18. So with a nat 20, I'm going to say you don't even need to use an action to break this grapple. Say. So you can break this grapple, and I'm going to go ahead and let you um, use one of your actions as well.
0: All right. Okay, so my I took my action. I'm gonna just attack with my lightsaber, and I got a one.
1: All right, you miss. You don't make that AC class. <laughs> uh, it does nothing more than we'll say. It just stings the leg of a trooper. He <laughs> pushes back and lands on his butt while the other troopers make fun of him. Oh. And he goes, "Look
2: at him. He's playing dress up. He's not. Even, that's not even a real lightsaber."
0: <laughs> All right, um, back to you, Bruce. Okay, um, so. I get uh, I, I get enraged. Um, I get two actions, so I get enraged. I get up, and I'm reaching down in the depths of my soul. I'm clenching my fists. I know that this is the one time the Force won't fail me, and so the, I'm reaching with all my willpower down into everything, and I extend my arm out and try to force push the troopers back into the hole they came from, and I got a two. All
1: right, so nothing happens. Oh, <laughs> Troopers still just laugh at Bruce as he stands there with his oh. arms extended, looking like he's just doing color guard. And I'm, like, crying so yeah, hard. you're just, just like crying. I
0: can't see anything because there's just, like, so many tears down my face right now. Nothing happens. And one of
1: the troopers <laughs> even looks at him and goes, Oh, how cute. It doesn't look like there's any Jedi here, boys. And But they, they're they going to grab you anyway, so They say, Let's grab him and take any evidence. We can see what he knows. So uh, Bruce gets arrested and brought onto the trooper transport. All the while, Bruce is shouting about how his mom says he'll be the greatest Jedi that ever lived.
0: Oh, I am a Jedi! You gotta believe me, my mom says I'm gonna be the greatest Jedi that ever lived!
1: I don't don't even know if I believe Bruce is a Jedi.